On today's episode of Secrets to Scaling Your E-Commerce Brand, I got a chance to talk with Jennifer D. Pascal from Women in Retail, amongst other things. Wow, what a conversation. We talked uh, all about having a community, what that does for you. She's talked about retail over the years uh, and the big shift um, over to e-commerce. She's an absolute wealth of knowledge. Like I like to say on here, somebody way smarter than me um, and somebody who I just got a bunch of free consulting from. So uh, I hope you guys really, really enjoy this episode. Uh, get out a pen and paper. Uh, this is that kind of episode today. And uh, yeah, I really think you guys are going to love this. Before we begin, we wanted to let you know some really exciting news and something that we've never talked about before on the podcast. Our team at Mindful Marketing is growing, and we have room for one new brand a month that's looking to grow. Now, before you apply, please note that we are looking for businesses that are ready to scale and have the capacity and the inventory for large influx of orders. This opportunity is only available to brands that have at least one year of sales history and are ready for explosive growth. If this sounds like you, go to mindfulmarketing.co slash apply and start the process today. Now, on to today's episode. I am live with Jennifer D. Pasquale from Women in Retail Leadership Circle and Total Retail. It's a handful. It's a mouthful. <laughs> Welcome to Secrets to Scaling Your E-Commerce Brand. Thank you for having me, Jordan. Great uh, to be here. I, I feel like I'm saying this at the beginning of every podcast, but like we could have just talked for, I don't know, like a couple hours about stuff. And now I'm like, okay, we, we got to get this down. We got to start recording this here. So <laughs> It's so true. I love when podcasts start off that way. At least we have, you know, good discussion going. Yeah, 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 exactly. I know that this is going to be a good conversation. So, um, do you want to tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do? Yeah, for sure. So uh, I'm Jennifer DePasquale. I'm the president and co-founder of, as you mentioned, the Mouthful Women in Retail <laughs> Leadership Circle and Total Retail. And uh, Total Retail is a digital publication in the space. We serve about 75,000 retailers, SMB all the way up to enterprise Um and Women in Retail is actually an association in the space for all of the executive women at all the leading retailers and brands. So under both umbrellas, under both brands, we have obviously events, um, we have research and e-letters and podcasts and webinars and all kind of digital offerings as well. Oh, sweet. That's awesome. Uh, well, let's, let's get into it. How did you start this? Like, and, and what, like, what was the need that you saw um, in the market? Yeah. So... Um, just to kind of take you back. So I was at the time I was running, um, total retail, which was a, a print publication at the time. Okay. You know, obviously and what, what year are we talking about here? Um, probably, oh gosh, you're really testing my memory, Jordan. I think about <laughs> a decade ago. Okay. So this is and, before like e-com became what it is now. Yes, correct. And, um, the publication had gone through a couple of iterations in uh in the retail world as as all publications do and yeah. we had um all you know gone everything online everything had gone to digital we weren't doing print uh anymore just catering to the audience and we started to dabble in events in the event space and we were seeing some really great success uh with that brand in cool. events and just trying to bring together the retail execs to get in there and talk about pain points and, you know, everything that they're dealing with, um, you know, under the sun of, 
of retail. And, and these C-suite so, level people that you were aiming exactly, for? Exactly. Yeah. So the events that we we had launched back in the day were um, all executives, you know, a lot of C-suites, um, really, you know, pure peer uh, functions for them, you know, to be able to bounce ideas off each other, learn from each other, network, all of that good stuff. And so, you know, at the time, what we noticed is uh, a group of women, you know, sort of coming to each of our events and, and sort of networking just naturally and organically by themselves. Yeah, yeah. And so, you know, as, as we progressed in events, we you know, pulled together a couple of, of really key contacts and said, hey, you know, we kind of have this idea of women in retail and, um, you know, we're, we've been keen to to launch an association. You know, we don't really know much about associations. What do you guys think? And they were like, oh, hell to the yes. Like, we love Oh, them. really? Okay, good, good. You know? and there was much pushback there, hey? Yeah, exactly. There was zero yeah. pushback. Um so we, we basically gathered um, a really cool group of women uh, executives to be on our board and we picked their brains, you know, just like crazy and said, you know, what do you guys want? Like, here's what we're doing on total retail. Um, but do you want, you know, the retail strategy side of it? What What is appealing to you? And what was really uh, appealing to them, which they were not getting elsewhere, was executive professional development. Mm. So... Um, you know, managing your teams and motivating your teams, being the only female at the table, dealing with negotiations, um, you know, entrepreneurship, if they're trying to launch on their own. So yeah. we really, really, you know, leaned on our board to give us kind of the content strategy plan that we rolled out. And when we rolled out um, seven years ago uh, for women in retail, we rolled out at the same time, our association, um, and our marquee event. And so we, um, you know, we said, look, let's like take really, really good care of these ladies, you know, um, do really white glove events, give them a really good experience and build this community. Yeah. And honestly, from the day that we launched, like you could feel, and, and keep in mind, we had very little experience <laughs> on the event side as well, but even the association side, like, you know, we kind of went to um, our corporate and said, hey, you know, we want to launch this, but we have no idea what we're doing and we yeah. don't have an association background, but we'll figure it out. Right. Yeah. And luckily, you at Google. The time, like <laughs> yeah, exactly. We can Google it. We can Google it. It's all good. Um, and luckily at the time they were like, hey, yeah, you know, go stand it up. Let's see what this can turn into. And I think at the time they were thinking like, oh, this is just going to be a little group, you know, a little yeah. group of women that, you know can, can meet quarterly or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, and what ended up happening is all of these C-suites raised their hand and said, you know, yes, we need this. We want to be part of this. Oh, um, so great. Nothing out there that exists. Like we had found a white space yeah. that, you know, hadn't existed. And so from the minute that we launched that event, um, all those years ago, like you could feel like, I think we had at the time about a hundred executives in the room and you could, and it was in this little, I'm not going to say the hotel, but it was like in this little, um, tiny Miami hotel that, you know, wasn't the caliber that we were hoping for yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, kind of, kind of, uh, making all the mistakes of the first time out. And, um, you could feel it in the room, like, like a speaker would get off stage and 
people would just look at each other and, and they were so authentic and telling their real story of like, Hey, this is how I got to be the CEO. And it was not a pretty picture, mm, right? Like this, yeah, yeah. this journey was tough on my family. We sacrificed, we moved 27 times. It wow. was, you know, tough on my marriage, you know, everything in between. Right. And, but they were so genuine on stage and just, they really wanted to give back to this community of women. Like, Hey man, I know the road is rocky and there's not a lot of us, <laughs> you know, that yeah. you can look to for advice, but here we are and we want to help in this moment and, you know, tell you what we've learned from our mistakes. And that was the coolest thing ever to experience. And, um, you know, on the association side, like I, we laugh because uh, my co-founder and I say we put it together with, you know, bubble gum and tape at the time because we had literally. But doesn't no doesn't everybody who's starting out, right? You look back and you're like, what were we doing? We totally. didn't know what we were doing. Nobody knows what they're doing. I, I heard a I heard a great interview um, with it was on Freakonomics and it was the founder of Wired magazine. And he was giving these, uh, these 68 um, points because he was turning 68 years old, 68 points to like a better life or something like that. And he said, one of them is you have to realize there's no adults, right? There's no adult. No one's in charge. We're in charge now. <laughs> right. That's exactly it. You're just faking it, right? Yeah. Like you're just solving these problems daily. It's so funny you say that because, um, so we, you know, obviously we follow all of the, the female leaders in the, the retail world and Sarah Blakely has of Spanx has the same of course. type of yeah. story, right? Yeah. Like no one knows what they're doing. You just kind of jump in. You just, it, it's just getting past that fear and jumping in and figuring it out. Like everything yeah. is, you know, able totally. to be figured out. I find it so funny when people like, you know, pretend like they have it all figured out or as though they didn't know, they, they, they pretend like they didn't know um, something at, at one point, right? Like, no, we, we all just kind of learned this, especially like for, for our listeners in the e-commerce world, like there's, there's no, or at least up until now, there really hasn't been, you know, e-commerce in university, right? Like yeah. figuring this stuff out. There's no like, you know, people who have like, you know, 80 years experience in e-commerce, Right. We're all yeah. just figuring it out. Uh, let's let's talk. Um, what I'm really interested in is um, association. So first of all, what yeah. what is an association? Like what defines an association, um, and so, why does it go the association route? Yeah. So there, the, it's a really good question. Um, so the reason we launched the association is because we didn't want to just launch an event or a series of events and have no connectivity throughout the rest of the year. Yeah. Like we wanted these these women to be able to access each other and network with each other year round. Right. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. You, know, you come off of this great event and, and, you know, have these couple of days with all these key women and you're all fired up and we didn't want it to just, you know, fall flat until the next event, you know, until we got our act together for the next time around. So we launched the association to really build community and it's, it's fascinating to us, you know, to watch the iterations of it over the years because it's exactly what we intended and exactly what they wanted. And, and we continue to evolve, you know, I mean, it, it, there's the perception of associations out there that, you know, it's like kind of this old school mentality and you join, you pay your dues and, you know, what are you really getting out of it? You know, yeah. other than some emails, you know, and, and some content kind of a thing. Like we, we scratched that completely and just went for like an entrepreneurial new version of an association like okay and we completely 
um, you know, and we continue to, like we're constantly getting um, member feedback to say like, is this helpful to you guys? You know, I never ever want to launch something in a bubble. You know, we can sit and brainstorm with our team yeah. all day long, but like until you, you know, put it out into the world and say, hey, is this, is this valuable to you? You know, is this helpful in your role? Um, you really don't know, you know, so we're constantly leaning on the retailers themselves to say like, Hey man, we have this idea that we think is great. And more often than not, you know, we'll go to them and be like, Hey, do you guys like this? And they're like, no, but we like this. Can yeah. you launch this? Can you put this into the mix? And so that's, hey, you know, it's basically is, our build. Yeah. This is so great. This is so great. This is what like we, we preach this all the time for e-commerce yeah. stores. Like this is just, there's so much great connection here. Um, we preach VIP groups, right? For their customers. Yeah. Very yeah. similar, right? Where you're able to get this like really candid feedback from people um, because that's really all that matters, right? It really matters of like, how can you help them? You might have this great idea and you think it's a great idea, but if your audience doesn't want it, your customers don't want it. And for you, if your association members are like, that's not valuable, right? And don't it's do it. It's so true. <laughs> it's so true because you know, like, we, like I said, we have this really great collaborative team and we're always like, oh, this is a great idea. This is a great idea. And then we put it out to them and we're like, you know, what do you guys think? And they're like, yeah. eh, not so much. It's not going to help me. And we're like, oh, okay, but it's good. You know, it, you have to take your lumps too, to, yeah. to learn for, from what they want. Like if there's no point in putting all this time and energy and effort behind launching a product line or, you know, anything that, really isn't going to help them. I mean, that, yeah. that, that's the whole key to building any community. And in my opinion is, you know, figure out the white space, figure out the value prop to them yeah. and, you know, produce what they want. I mean, give them a really great experience that they can't get elsewhere. Right. Totally. Like, so how are you firepower behind it? Jennifer, how, how would you find that white space now? Like what, like, 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 how would you go about doing that research? Yeah, I mean, it becomes more, you know, particularly in e-com and retail, it becomes more difficult because there's a lot of noise out there. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's a lot so, of news and... Oh, 100%. And, yeah. and you know, there's, a, there's um, it, they just get inundated with information. So. Yeah to me, it's still going back to that grassroots effort of like picking their brains. Like, you know, we are constantly on the phone with these executives saying like, you know, I mean, here's a perfect example. So we have, um, we had a really great uh, conference under the total retail brand that is called total retail tech. And it's really um, an in-person event meant to, uh, have these retailers be able to vet a bunch of new technologies that are coming onto the scene um, in a course of two days, you know, uh, to, to help them uh, figure out whether, you know, they're going to RFP best in class in whatever particular technology they're looking for. Okay. Right. So we've done this event for a couple of years now. It's really, really, really well received, but it wasn't translating for us in a virtual environment this year with COVID. So we were like, you know, and we talked to a bunch of executives and we're like, Hey, like, how are you guys buying technology right now? How can we be helpful? We have this idea of this event, you know, um, virtually, is this going to play well for you? Is this something you'd be helpful for? You know, do would be helpful in your role? And they were like, Nope, you mm -hmm. know, not right now. Like we are just trying to get to the other side 
of COVID yeah. and, you know, that's not how we're purchasing technology right now. So, mm. you know, until we get past this and, and it was a big um, blow for us. Cause we're like, Oh my gosh, we were going to spin up this beautiful virtual experience yeah. for them. And they were like, no. And so we trashed it, you know, and it's, wow, which must've been so difficult. Yeah, it's hard. You know, I mean, you get everybody, you know, behind um, a launch and then you're like, okay, it's not going to work. You've got to like, just get out of that bright, you know, mindset and just move forward. Yeah. So we pivoted. Yeah. Wow. And what did you pivot to? So um, we are launching in October under the women in brand. Um, it's going to, it's going to be called uh, women in retail leadership days and it's a month long uh, virtual event that's going to take place in October. And, you know, what we've learned from these, these executives is they don't have, you know, there's a ton of virtual options out there right now and virtual yeah. events and things like that. They don't have like one or two days that they can sit behind a screen and be engaged. So we're going to give them like bite-sized pieces all across the month of October. Yeah. Um, so it's going to be, you know, a series of keynotes, like we have Diane von Furstenberg speaking and Kat Cole and um, some really key uh, women that they'll want to hear from, cool. but cool. they'll be in bite-sized pieces. It's not going to be like you're sitting in front of your screen for hours on end. And then we're going to do some um, cool activations and workshops for the ladies, cool. you know, kind of sprinkled out throughout the month. And, you know, again, like that was, you know, something we vet. Uh, through our retailers, you know, very heavily before we launched and found the right platform. That, I, th I feel like that's a great pivot and a great idea because I can't imagine sitting in front of a computer for, I mean, like even for me, I'm like two interviews a day. That's the max. Yeah. I can, that's it. Yeah. I, I can't be in front of my computer any more than that. And, and getting that sort of, because you don't have the same sort of social interactions, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. And social interactions online are completely different than what they are in person. Right. So yeah. you, you have, you know, for us, like we had virtual offerings, but nothing to this scale. So again, like we had to sort of, um, Hey guys, just a reminder from the beginning of the episode, our team at mindful marketing is growing and we have room for one new brand a month. That's looking to grow now. Before you apply, please note that we are only looking for businesses that are ready to scale and have the capacity and the inventory for a large influx of orders. This opportunity is only available to brands that have had at least one year of sales history and are ready for explosive growth. If this sounds like you, go to mindfulmarketing.co slash apply to start the process today. Now, back to today's episode. You know, go through the painstaking effort of you know, okay, what platform is right for us and vetting all those platforms and figuring out like what is going to translate virtually yeah, that, yeah, yeah. you know, may not have translated for events and how can we make it the best experience possible? Totally. Let's talk marketing for a sec. How, yeah. how do you guys market the association? Yeah. So <laughs> it's such a funny question to us because, um, we are, we have a very targeted niche group, right? Like we're really oh, yeah. going after director level and higher, um, you know, and we, like, uh, as I've mentioned, you know, we have a bunch of C-suites that we're catering to. So we really market very carefully and with a very targeted approach. You know, it's not like a spray and pray campaign where we're like, hey, join our <laughs> no. association, you know. <laughs> Anyone um, can join. We're here for everybody. <laughs> yeah, it's really not. And that was a very... Um, 
deliberate type of approach. You know, we knew that these women, and there may be an iteration of that down the road, yeah. you know, where we can cater um, to some junior level women, but we really specifically focused on a very niche audience. And so um, we have a very targeted marketing approach and, and a lot of it is grassroots effort and reaching out and, you know, um, having our community reach out on our behalf, like, Hey, who has a connection? By the way, we would love Sarah Blakely to speak, by the way, we have not, uh, we have not snagged her yet. So anybody knows Sarah Blakely, we'd love to have her speak. Yeah. I'm sure but, like from, from the people who listen to this, there's gotta be a connection to Sarah. Yeah. So, exactly. so if you're listening right now and you know, Sarah, um, you just reach out to her and, and, oh, and, and I'll have her on my podcast too. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's two for one. You make the connection to me and then I'll make it to Jen. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. It's a twofer. Uh, um, that's great. But yeah, so we, you know, on the marketing side, I mean, it, it is, it is, um, you know, much more niche and focused. And again, yeah. like about getting the right people involved as opposed to, you know, a mass, a mass amount. Totally. Totally. I can imagine just like thinking from a marketing perspective or marketing person sort of perspective, I would think like individualized messaging would be a lot better, um, we, we work, uh, one of our agency partners, um, they're a company called Handwritten, and they do ha kind of handwritten notes at scale. Um, I can imagine that would probably be a great way to, like, make an intro or, um, yeah. I just, I love getting I love in the I'm gonna write, I'm, I don't know anything about them. I'm going to look that up. Oh, yeah, I'll, I'll make an intro to David, the CEO, after this. Yeah, please. Yeah. That's awesome. My uh, my goal, David, if you're listening, you know, is to make as many intros that you have to give me part of your company. So <laughs> <laughs> we're both really using this time well wisely, right? Exactly. <laughs> to make connections, to invest in companies. Exactly. Uh, um, I'm going to ask you the question we ask everybody on the podcast here. Um, what is your secret to scaling? <laughs> the secret to scaling. Um, that is a good question. I mean, again, I think it goes back to finding the white space, you know, yeah. and delivering yeah, yeah. something that no one else can, can do, you know, um, and really, really researching the hell out of that and figuring out like, okay, you're always going to have competitors, right? Or eventually cool. you'll have competitors, but what can you do? What kind of spin can you put on it to make it extremely valuable to the customer? Yeah, you know, and, and your, um, your business, I mean, um, and give them something exceptional, you know, and, and, and just be great with customer service. I mean, I can't tell you how many compliments our team and, and you've got to hire the right people. You got to get the right people on the bus. Right. But I can't tell you how many compliments we get of our overall team. Mm. Um, and it starts, you know, top down, you have to, Oh, it does really instill that in people like, Hey man, we are here to help, you know, and we're going to bend over backwards for you, you know, Mrs. CEO, because that's our job and that's, that's who we are and that's who we have on the bus. Yeah. And so everybody kind of buys into that mindset and it, it, it's really, um, you know, a great place to be. Oh, good stuff. Um, you know, sorry, normally I'd go into our lightning round right now. I just want to ask you just a couple more questions before we get into that. Yeah, sure just kind of thinking of right now, what are the biggest struggles that you're seeing right now in your groups? What are the biggest struggles with these retailers? What, what are they saying to you um, is hard right now? You know, I mean, retail, obviously with everything going on with COVID, um, 
you know, has had to shift and there's so many uh, transitions happening. Everybody's trying to run as fast as they can to make a digital transformation. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and in some respects, it's kind of amazing to watch because you see these retailers and what they've accomplished in an eight week time period, which, you know, they may have had on their docket for two years, you so, know, that was so going to take just forced. them to get they, there. They have to. <laughs> oh my gosh. A hundred percent. So I think, you know, figuring out what that looks like um because you know when this all started when you think back you're like oh, okay you know we, we can deal with this for a couple of of months you know that kind of thing and then we'll be back to business as usual and now it's kind of like okay our business is going to have to transform in order to meet these needs and and get to the other side of this so um i think so many of these retailers are, are still trying to figure that out you know whether you're a small company or a large company um trying to figure out what your digital impact is and and how you make all the data work behind the scenes and have everybody you know all the connections talking to each other um figuring out if you you know if you have um a footprint or you know anything in store figuring out um, buy online, pick up in store has become yeah. a huge yeah. challenge for everybody. Um, so, you know, and, and to be honest, like, I think there's, there's a lot of HR issues that are coming back into play because as stores reopen and you're looking at the reopening of, you know, things around the country, um, you know, people don't want to come back to work. They don't feel comfortable, you know, so kind of communicating from the top down, um, the right message and taking care of your people and making them feel safe and secure to go back to work. I mean, mm. it's almost like there's one issue after, after the next for these retailers that are just tackling, you know, um, in the moment. Yeah. Well, so, it's amazing that people have support, um, in an association like that and in you guys. Right. Um, and yeah, thank you. Better. I appreciate like, it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I can't yeah, imagine. We, no, go ahead, Jordan. I, I think what I, what I wanted to say is, it's, um, it's really lonely being an entrepreneur, right? Like you're, you're not um, an entrepreneur and, and being, um, I'm saying that for, I think, C-suite people as well. It's really lonely. Like you don't have those people that you can lean on in the same sort of way because you're kind of at the top, not, not, in, a, not in a way of, um, you know, thinking that you're so much better than people, but you're really like kind of alone sometimes. And so being able to have those connections, I think is, um, is incredible. So I love, I love it's, that you've done this. I love that you said that because it is true. I mean, you know, we immediately when, um, when back in March, when, when everything started, uh, we put together peer groups for these ladies and mm. we chunked them out by job function and title so that they would, cause we were like, man, these guys are going to go through challenges they've never seen before, yeah. you know, yeah. and you have to be able to talk it through with and bounce ideas off of them. Those have been invaluable to, to our crew. And we didn't, you know, it was just part of our membership. Like we didn't um, monetize them in any way. Right. Okay. Um, okay. You know, have them sponsored or anything. We just wanted to help and we just wanted to, give them like a support group to bounce ideas off of and they, they utilize it and they share so much like, Hey, you know, I just got off the phone with my labor lawyer and you know, did you guys know X, Y, and Z or oh, so valuable. Whatever. <laughs> oh my gosh. So much, yeah. you know, just to have that, that group of, of ladies that you can pretty much ask anything to like, Hey, what are you guys going to do about Halloween? Are we marketing Halloween? Are we yeah. just moving into the holidays? You know, what does that even look like? So, um, yeah, just, just, 
you know, putting communities together to be able to talk through that stuff is invaluable. Yeah, that's great. And it sounds like you guys really protect that community as far as um, there needing to be uh, certain levels that, that people are at, right? So it's not someone yeah. in and, and necessarily taking up all the time who's just starting out and it's exactly true. Yeah. And, and, you know, there is a place for them. Like we, you know, we t certainly have um, groups for entrepreneurs who are, you know, have different pain points than these, you know, massive companies like a, you know, a Dix or an Amazon would, um, yeah. you know, so we can certainly group them together as well. Totally. Totally. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, well, we're going to move to our lightning round. This has just been awesome. I feel like we could talk forever, but you know, I've got a time crunch, you know, <laughs> <laughs> Listen, Jordan, I'm on your time. It's all about Jordan time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, uh, what is your favorite tool or app that you're using right now? Oh, gosh, that is a loaded question. Um, my favorite tool or app. Uh, if you're just starting out, if you're on kind of a shoestring budget, uh, I would say Google Analytics. Understand their marketing campaigns and effectiveness and um, your sources of traffic, all of that fun stuff. If you have, um, you know, the ability to scale up and use a, a um, paid technology, then yeah. we use Parsley, um, oh, Parsley which okay. is invaluable to us um, in terms of knowing what our community, you know, what content is really resonating with them. Cool, cool. Um, we use that on a daily basis, yeah. Cool, awesome, Parsley. Nice, we'll put that in the, in the show notes as well. Um, yeah. Favorite podcast? What are you listening to right now? God, I have to get out my phone. Um, well, obviously we have, we have podcasts ourselves. So oh, yeah, tell, um, me, tell me about those. Yeah, for sure. So there's um, Total Retail Talks, which is um, a weekly podcast. And then we also have uh, Women in Retail Talks, um, which is more on the, obviously the entrepreneur side of, of the women in brand. Um, and you can find those, you know, wherever you are downloading your podcasts. What I love, gosh, I am a huge podcast junkie. So I love, Brene Brown has launched a new one. Oh, uh, um, I love that. I think that's my favorite podcast that I listen to right now. Oh my God. Anything that she touches is gold. I mean, you just, just listen to her all day long. Yeah. You know, I mean, yeah. she's just an amazing human. So um, what an impact uh, that she's making on the world, hey? Oh like my gosh. Like personal lives. Like it's yes. incredible. A hundred percent. And just so humble and, you know, such a great human. <laughs> yeah. So um, I love her podcast. I love the smart people podcast. Um, I don't know if you follow Rachel Hollis. Um, she has a really good podcast called rise. Um, that's another yeah, I great I know one. of her, but I've never, I've never followed her. Yeah. She's, she's a really good, especially for females. Um, she's total badass and she has a really good, you know, podcast with, just general business information, particularly okay. for entrepreneurs. Yeah. Um, yeah. I follow a ton though. Yeah. 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 Sounds like, uh, sounds like me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and is there a founder that you look up to? Um, yes, there's a ton. Oh my gosh. We've met so many amazing women along the way. I mean, I am always a huge fan of Angela Aaron's. I think, um, She's formerly of um, Apple and then she used to run uh, Burberry. Um, she has, she has always just led with such grace and integrity. And, mm. um, you know, I love founders that get buy-in from their teams. You know, mm. you've got to create your vision and then get everybody on board with that vision running in the same direction. And I think anybody who can do that is, 
you know, genius. And it, it, it comes from the passion that you see from the founder. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So, you know, obviously her, obviously I've mentioned Sarah Blakely, um, Jessica Heron of Stella and Dot. She's amazing. You should have her mm. on. She's great. Um, Corey Berry. Of know her? Can I make an intro? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Oh, Jessica's okay. spoken for us. Yeah. I'm happy to. Um, Corey Berry of Best Buy. She's amazing. Yeah. Uh, we had her speak last year. There's so many. My gosh, and Mary Dillon of Ulta. I could go on. You're just a perfect person to ask this question to, right? Because you've got <laughs> all of these all of these amazing women who have done incredible things, right? Yeah. 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 And it's and really honestly, my husband laughs because he's like, You started this association so you could surround yourself with these people. <laughs> oh, totally. I mean that's why I have this podcast. Exactly. Like, like, like I was telling you yesterday, like I you know, I gotta um interview John from Battlebox. Like <laughs> when would I ever get to talk to them if I didn't have exactly. a podcast? Never. It's so true. It's so true. And, and I think you and I have that in common too. Like I'm genuinely interested in people and what makes them tick and what makes them, you know, good leaders. Yeah. Yeah. I'm yeah, yeah. always looking for like, you know, nuggets of wisdom. Yeah, totally. Totally. I think that's it at the end of the day. Like I, I say this on the podcast all the time and I truly just so everybody knows, I really believe it. There will be a point where things shift. And I think it's in the um, kind of like in your hierarchy of needs where it's just no longer about money, right? You're not like, it's no longer just about chasing that next sort of dollar amount and where that more just becomes like your barometer of how you guys are doing. And, and you really want to make like an impact. And I think through making connections and through actually genuinely helping other brands out, right? Um, Cause that can change their lives, right? People going from like this struggling brand like when I, um, when I first started in my entrepreneurial journey, I owned a Taco Del Mar restaurant, which is like a like mm. Mexican chain restaurant. Mm -hmm. and, mm -hmm. um, and we lost so much money, so much money. And it was so <laughs> difficult. And we just grinded. At, like I grinded every single day. I was also a paramedic at the time. I was painting houses just to pay my bills. So I know what it's like to be on that yeah. other side. And so if, if you, as somebody listening to this, are successful, um, and you're seeing somebody else grind away at it, like reach out to them, help, help them out because it's so hard to be at the beginning of that journey. I am so glad that you said that. Cause I, it's really interesting when you start reaching, when you're building something that is helpful to, you know, you're helping someone else, like the dollars will come. Oh, totally. totally. It's just, it's yeah. the, it's, it's the way of, of entrepreneurialism really, you know, like, if you have passion behind what you're doing and you really believe in it and you're actually helping someone, you know, grow in their role or whatever, like it, it, the dollars will come, like the brand will grow. You know, yeah. it's, it's, it's so true that you say that, my gosh, I mean, every great story comes from, you know, just being helpful in the moment, you yeah. know? And, and the other thing too is like, you know, if you don't know how to do something, ask for that coffee, you know, ask for, you know, do your research, figure out who knows who does it really well that you want to connect with yeah. and ask them, you know, for a 30 minute, it, rarely will you get a no, you know, yeah. I mean, people want to help other people genuinely. Oh, totally. Totally. Especially people who have, who have kind of gotten to that next level and 100%. are like, like, ah, oh, I just want to like, I want legacy or something or like, I, I want to be able to transfer this because it's, if you keep it inside, it sort of dies, right? Exactly. Exactly. It's so true. Yeah. Um, what a great chat. I was going to call it an interview, but I mean, this is just like, 
this is, I feel like there was just so much gold in here that we, um, that we came upon. So. Um, that was so fun. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Appreciate it. Um, Jen, where can people find out more about you and, yeah. and your association? Yeah, for sure. So um, women in retail is just women in retail.com and then total retail is my total retail.com. Cool. So check cool. us out. We'd love to have you. Yeah. Well, I really, really appreciate this. And um, thanks for your time. Yeah, you got it. Hey guys, we hope you really enjoyed today's episode. Can we ask you a favor? Hit subscribe so that you never miss an episode and share this with your e-commerce store owner friends. We also love reviews. So if you could leave us one on Apple Podcasts, that would mean so much to us. Just a reminder from the beginning of the episode, our team at Mindful Marketing is rapidly growing and we have room for one new brand a month that's looking to grow. Now, before you apply, please note that we're only looking for businesses that are ready to scale and have the capacity and the inventory for a large influx of orders. This opportunity is only available to brands that have had at least one year of sales history and are ready for explosive growth. If this sounds like you, go to mindfulmarketing.co slash apply and start the process today. I hope you guys have a great week.